everybody. Welcome back to the Example Student Podcast. Today, we were joined by Ibrahim to talk about his passion for programming and much more. We hope you enjoy. So, Ibrahim, how you been? I've been good. You know, uh, stuck in lockdown like everyone else, but finally going back to school tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking forward to it? I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I prefer physical school rather to online school. I think it's just more fun. Yeah. I don't know. I think the timing is a bit bad with all the exams, but yeah, it is what it as is. As soon as we go back, like 10 tests in one day. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our German teacher gave us a, a test. It was like, we didn't know we were going back on Friday. Then it was announced we're going back on Friday. And they're like, oh, do you guys want to do a listening comprehension? Yes. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just... Same with all my teachers. Every teacher heard that we're going back. Test next week. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're here Monday? Two tests Monday. All good. <laughs> Three tests Monday. Oh, yeah. I'm lucky. My teachers, my uh, math teacher looked at the days that I had, te- that we all had tests. And she was just like, okay, I'll pick the one day none of you have tests. Perfect. And they try to make it so that, you know, like, oh, just tell us when you have tests. Another day, we'll try to move it. It doesn't yeah. make any better. It's just going to make it worse, if anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because they'll just end up they doing that. And it piles up even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So when did you move to VIS? Because you're a new student. I... I my first day in VIS was like three weeks after I, three weeks after school started, and uh, I was supposed to come a week before. But then when I arrived, the first day they told me they hadn't had my papers ready, so they sent me back and told me to come back a week later. <laughs> oh yeah, that's typical VIS. Not gonna lie. Typical VIS. <laughs> now where were you we, before? Yeah. I was in Pakistan for two years. Ah, oh, nice. And before that? I was in Lebanon for like three years. Oh, okay. I, I like move around every two, three years. It's pretty, it's pretty fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But is it hard to kind of connect with people then? Because you only have a small bit of time to hang out, I guess. Uh, I mean, kind of. When you go there, it's, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's hard to settle in. Uh, I thought it'd be hard, but everyone's been really nice here, and it's it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty happy that I didn't come when there was uh, online school. Otherwise, that would've been even more difficult. I can't imagine having to go to to something like that. You said you move every two years, right? So uh, two, where were you years, born yeah. exactly? And then, so basically, my timeline yeah. is uh, I was born in Pakistan, yeah. but then mm-hmm. my family moved to Switzerland. That for six years, mm-hmm. because we had to stay there posting twice and then I moved to Pakistan for two years Saudi Arabia for three years Lebanon three years Pakistan two years and now Austria it is four years but then you know we graduate next year mm-hmm. all right sir. do you know a bit of Arabic <laughs> I did I, I did I because I've studied in Saudi Arabia and Lebanon hmm. used to take Arabic classes but now I've just forgotten everything <laughs> same thing with I can, I can relate to that <laughs> in both languages <laughs> uh, yeah uh, and do you take french now or german or... yeah yeah french b yeah so oh, cool. i thought that with my past experience it'd be easier but that didn't work out <laughs> yeah and have you thought of anything about like uh university kind of what subject you'd want to study well my main goal is software engineering because i want to i like programming a lot so that's what I want to do. Till now, that's that's still the plan. Somewhere maybe in England or something, hopefully. But um, yeah, let's see what happens. 
Mm-hmm. So how's the, the infamous programming class? I mean, it's great. The class is really great. The subject is is really great. Uh, I mean, I don't have that many issues about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had programming in grade nine and ten. Is uh, informative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Mr. Pitt, right? Yeah. <laughs> Christian was basically our teacher for for two years. Yeah, he is. He is my teacher as well. <laughs> he is yeah. helping me there. Nothing changed then. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned wanting to go into software engineering. What programming language do you love uh, programming in most? Then. Well, I've. I've never done really one in depth until I came here and I started doing Java, but I really like Python as well, because that's kind of like the future. And I would, I really want to do that. And it's pretty simple, pretty easy to write. I mean, but yeah. if I, I want to learn Java because it's so, you know, so complex. It makes me, it makes a person look smart. You know, if you write it, you know, but so with, I, with, I can't with Java. I'm sorry. It's just so annoying. You have to, nothing's dynamically typed. You have to do everything strictly. And the yeah. semicolons at the end is just, yeah. It messes up the whole program. Exactly, yeah. Well, my biggest experience with coding is watching Mr. Robot, so you guys are basically... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my experience with coding in this computer science class is uh, the first day I came, they all were working on something of code, and they had they took, like, a course. Uh, I think it was Oracle Oracle course, like, last year or something. And I hadn't done it. I hadn't done Java yet. So mm. I went to him and I told him I hadn't done it. And then he's like, okay. And that was the end of that. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> when I have a problem, I have I always turned to the main man, uh, Christian, always there to help. Mm-hmm. Well, so like whenever you've had an issue that you've asked the teacher about, it's just like, okay. He's not like, oh, do you want help with that? He's just, okay. He tries to understand what the problem is first. Mm-hmm. Very tries rarely to. he figures out what the problem is. <laughs> and then he's not able to explain it in the correct way that I would, in the way that I would want it to mm-hmm. be explained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Oracle course was supposed to take us like, I don't know, months. And then we had to like, normally people who would actually take this Oracle course would go through every slide, do all the exercises, try to comprehensively understand everything that they're processing at the moment. Ah, yeah. But we skipped whole chapters at a time, so yeah. Uh, so basically, everyone in VIS uh, is a bit illiterate when it comes to programming. So uh, I think even though you didn't do the course, you're pretty much on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I was with the. I'm in uh, HL computer science, and there's one person uh, with who's with me in SL, and we both had it in Java. We're both on the same pace as well in Java, and I think it's. That's just, uh, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> but I heard the uh, exams were getting canceled for, I think, the programming test or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a programming paper that's that's canceled, thank God. But that's... Uh-huh. So what are I the mean, other programming exams? is just one aspect of it. It's like a written theory. You have, we have like a book and we just do different chapters. When I say do, I mean, he tells us to read the chapter, make quizlets. For each other gives us some summative the next day that's basically <laughs> what I mean. oh my god yeah i don't know it's a programming class it is what it is 
But he does find informative videos to help us to help explain the chapter. That is true. We all did learn from videos. Yeah. I think uh, we did. You guys do coding train? No, no, we do not do coding. All right. Yeah, we we had this YouTube channel called Coding Train, and basically that was our teacher. In addition to Cree, for the two years. Yeah. Our teacher is whatever the first video pops up when you search it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you say that uh, programming is your only, like, main hobby? I guess, or do you have any other things you do on the side? I play a lot of football. The uh, like that a lot of football. You know, I watch mm -hmm. it, play it. That's it. And then uh, video games, I guess, but not as much. Still, some of them football. Mm -hmm. But football is like the main thing. I play PlayStation Four. Good. Of course. Good lad. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> xbox was good was being the keyword was yeah for me it's not so much about the console it's about the game and like it's about the experience playing, i've been playing fifa for like the the new fifa or the one that came out last year it's the worst fifa like ever pretty much i, I think the one the year before was really bad i think they may have mm. some improvements this one but yeah. it's, <laughs> it's all been downhill for like six years yeah well, they made some improvements, but it's I play career mode a lot, and it's the the youth oh, yeah. academy, the body types of the youth players. Every single one of them has these like stick thin arms that are like this thin, and they when their their animations are all broken, so their arms look like they're kind of molding into each other. It's so, like, ugh. you get so much money, and they can't even do some such small things. Exactly, exactly. So, what team do you support in football? I support Real Madrid. I've been supporting it for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. uh, not especially happy about what's happening right now with the presidents and all that European, but that it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, what do you think about the whole European Super League and that it's thankfully completely fallen apart as of like yesterday? I'm actually really happy about it. I did not want it, but. The Champions League, now that they're changing it, it's no better. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's making it, uh, yeah, it's a bit better than it. But uh, the main reason for the Super League was, I'm pretty sure, was the money they were getting from it. There's no other reason they, they would want to make it. Yeah. And uh, now that he, like, they had an interview yesterday, the president, and he was saying it's still on. And I'm, that's a bit of a worry. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's... <laughs> I mean, a, a league with no relegation or promotion just is so bizarre to me. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the sport. Like you know, in the Premier League, in every league you have relegation, you have like the underdogs and everything. And just not in this league if it goes through. Mm. I don't right, guys. This is like my expertise. <laughs> <laughs> what are your opinions on this? Uh. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, I think both sides have a, a, you know, a decent argument. Although, I feel like you know, the side that you guys were supporting seems to be more reasonable. Uh, I just I have to agree with you guys. Yeah, I think the uh, uh, European Super League is really bad. I think Conor McGregor should buy Man U. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I hope he does. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's 
the way the sport's been going for a while is just it's been getting very boring but i'm just hoping that you know they shake it up a little bit yeah i mean all the american all the owners are american so it makes sense why they want without relegation and all only big teams mm-hmm. but then you look at the seasons like champions league where they're all under there was the underdog team you know uh porto mm-hmm. and then they knocked out juventus and everything it's exciting it's exciting to watch and that's what i that's why i watch other matches that are not my my teams yeah well it was crazy because i mean i'm a man you supporter and as uh, the news came out i was like it is the saddest thing that in the <laughs> the champions league semi-final right i'm now rooting for psg to win the champions League. like what is wrong here <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Real Madrid in the semifinal, and then it was they worked so hard to get there. All the players are injured, and now when this was announced, the Champions League UEFA said that PSG will automatically win it if they get disqualified from it. <laughs> uh, the rest of the teams, and I just I said, why couldn't you have announced this at the end of the season? <laughs> Thank God, now it's broken down. Yeah, but any other sports that you're interested in? Uh, not that I watch, but I play table tennis and badminton mm-hmm. that was just uh, really fun to me but i've played a lot of sports but those two were the ones that even when i lived in pakistan where you didn't like have proper grounds and everything you'd always have like a table tennis or badminton court and you just play that those mm-hmm. so i've been playing those for a while and i wanted to join uh, vis's teams but then they all got cancelled and now yeah now locked on again and everything yeah opinions on volleyball I have played it. I was, uh, I've played it and officiated it. I liked it quite a lot, but my fingers hurt a lot because of it. Oh yeah. When did you referee volleyball? Uh, a few years ago, it was like uh, service and activity, mm-hmm. and it was just like you sign up and then you just officiated, and I just sat down, took scores, and then like watching. <laughs> of course, it was a small kids game, so I wasn't. If I said it wrong, uh, if I called something wrong, it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Yeah, I might do that for service and action now. Just <laughs> gotta like, write it down after for after the pandemic. Oh, I thought you had like ten. What's another one? How do you have ten? Like, how do you have so many? Is it just I all have the no one school I, provide. Literally, have no idea because I had the ones from before the lockdown, and then as the lockdown started, I just started farming. It was farming service and action. What What could you even have done in lockdown? Mungus tournament, homeroom representative, oh, yeah. uh, piano, the push-up challenge, oh, yeah. okay. this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the night walk. Oh yeah, that's five yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, easy clap. I mean, <laughs> I don't know the 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 push-up challenge. I felt like was a bit too easy. I mean, I still should have done it, and it was like I was gonna do it. it. I was gonna do it, but then it was like the deadline was it whatever time and i just wasn't gonna get back out of bed i was just like nah no shot (laughs) so have you found anything kind of interesting about austria since you've been here i mean obviously you've been in lockdown for half the time but in the time you've been outside have you learned anything interesting about the culture i haven't really explored the culture in that sense i found some really good restaurants that's like that's good pizza (laughs) good pasta uh people are generally nice but sound really angry 
<laughs> That's all I can yeah. say. Yeah. From my observations. I mean, how would you rank Austria? Austria, to like Arabia. it's. I mean, if you compare it to Saudi Arabia, I. <laughs> I think it's a much higher ranking. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Oh, I I cannot wait for lockdown to just be over. Like I I, I really want to go to. Um, a Gasthaus again and have a schnitzel. Like I just miss that. Oh. Like I need me some schnitzel so bad. <laughs> uh, I've become so accustomed to living at home. I don't even care. When I first came to uh, Austria, uh, like the week I got off, so we went to I think where was it? Downtown, something like that. And no one was wearing a mask, and I was so like, I was so happy. Like, oh my god, COVID is doesn't exist here fast <laughs> forward six months we're all in lockdown yeah we all had the same thoughts so yeah. <laughs> well, it was so crazy because the first wave we had our peak this was like the scariest day in austria there were 600 cases <laughs> we've been and we they announced lockdown when there was 100 cases in a day and we've been at um 2000 plus cases for the last like four months straight and there's not been a hard lockdown it's yeah i i don't understand the government's position we peaked at uh 9500 cases though in a day so how long have you guys had this podcast um, how long did we have this podcast since well, new year's technically we announced yeah it we, we announced it on new year's oh. eve i th- or like literally like right after midnight uh we posted it the, the the first post and we just like uh we got it shared and everything and then i think was it the 14th of january i think that we had our first episode and since then it's been once every week aside from like one or two episodes that we missed and since like the april break has been twice every week which has been a lot of work but it's definitely been fun <laughs> and on that note ibrahim thank you for joining us today <laughs> thank you for having me. um as always if you want to shout out any socials be sure to do so on instagram yes i do uh what is it it's ibrahim.coker that's it no caps well thank you for coming on Thank you for having me. It was nice doing this podcast. <laughs>